Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rates. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. 
She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing and active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Every league, every team, every game, every season. 8 to 10, tell a friend. This is where the experts meet to speak on approach. You want to join the conversation, got to pick up the phone. phone, phone. Oh, yeah. All right. It's the verbal version of the replay, the recap. The game set for the draft, preseason, the rematch. Players and coaches, the man keeps you posted. Whether you're rooting for the home or away. Dirt, turf, hardwood, grass, a clip. We keep the conversation going and we cover it all. So when it goes down, you know the score. But when it comes to sports talk, this ain't no small talk. This is the big leagues. The ball is in your core. The best place for debate and point of view. After further review, you know what to do. Bong, 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 what it look like, what it look like, what it do, how you be, and all of that. This is that for the Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass. We are in the building. Yeah, it's Wednesday, man. It's Wednesday. You know how we do, man. It's quarantine season still, so we're doing a quarantine edition, man, but we're going to try to stretch it out a little bit tonight because, you, know, um, you know, sports is, is, is trying, to, you know, they're trying because the clock is running out, and they're trying to make some kind of, um, you know, salvage some kind of something out of, you know, the 2020 season here. And, um, you know, we're going to get into that, man. We rock until 10 o'clock, man. I got my man, the ubiquitous Bob James in the building holding me down. Um, yeah, man. And there's a lot of, a lot of other things to talk about too outside of the world of sports that affects the world of sports. If that makes any sense. Um, if it doesn't, then, you know, hang out. You know what I mean? Um, we got even got a number for you to call up, man. If you want to, um, you know, chop up something, you know, anything on your mind, you want to speak to some things that's going on. Um, 
you know, pertaining to what's happening in, in, in today, today's, you know, today's world, man. And, you know, it's crazy out here. So, um, you know, sports, you know, makes this thing go around, man, straight like that. But when you have things that, you know, um, affect us as people, human beings, you know what I mean, outside of your, your culture, who you are, how you look and all that, you're still a person at the end of the day, man. You know what I mean? And it seems like um, some of us still haven't got the memo that everybody's supposed to be treated the same, equally. So you can read into that whatever you want. But um, for me, um, you are who you are. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, you. I don't know you for doing nothing bad. You never did me nothing. You know what I'm saying? So everybody has their own individual relationships with each other. You know what I mean? To me about somebody else, then that's from their experience. I have yet to experience that. You know what I mean? So I can't judge you both of, you know, how somebody else feel about you. But I can judge you off of what comes out of your mouth. Straight like that. And what this situation has um, shown and proven um, about how people, you know, really feel. And, and it's cool. It's cool. I, I'm not mad at you. I, I can't get mad at you for expressing how you feel. I'm not, no, because, you know, I'm mad at myself because I should have seen that from the door, even my first interactions with you. So I'm not mad at you for being who you are. That's just who you are. And it's always been who you are. So, I mean, again, you know, I should be the one that, you know, should be looked upon, you know, I questioning myself to allow myself to even entertain uh, uh, a dialogue a dialogue or a relationship with somebody who's, you know, had those type of views and, 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 and thought like that. So, again, at the end of the day, man, everybody has their own individual approach to, to, to particular things. But at the end of the day, we said it last week on the show. We said it you know, many times before on the show, right is right and wrong is wrong. No matter how you slice it and no matter how you look at it, it always goes back to the fundamentals. You can put your own little spin on it, you know what I mean, to kind of like skewer everything to your liking or whatever, that's fine. But right is right and wrong is wrong, yo. So um, speaking on that, the reason why I brought that up is because, you know, um, with Kyrie Irving, you know, in the statements that he's made lately about, you know, wanting to um, form a league and all that. But besides that, man, um, you know, a lot of NBA players are talking now and, and coming to the conclusion that they should, you know, um, not return, not because of the health issues that's down in Orlando. We're going to get into that, too. We're going to get into that, too. It's more because standing on, on, on a righteous purpose, you know, um, kind of like, you know, taking it to a next next level from Kaepernick and his kneeling, okay? Um, and I think that that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, if that's your purpose, and I think a lot of people are, you know, upset with Kyrie maybe because he didn't formulate a plan or let everybody know what he was going to do, he just was interested in, you know, being able to, for have an opinion, being able to say, hey, look, you know, it's, it's something bigger out here, you know. Um, I remember, you know, in the not-so-distant past when, you know, another situation went down with the same, you know, overtones, 
And um, these cats decided that the best thing that they could do to send a message would be to turn their uniforms inside out. And to me, that was nonsense. That was the, the dumbest thing they could have did. Okay, and you know what I'm talking about, the Los Angeles Clippers when Donald Sterling made his statements. Okay, regardless of the fact that whatever kind of sauce you want to put on it, I'm not really here for that. But I know there could have been a much, much bigger statement made. But these cats like to play both ends against the middle. They have to protect that proverbial bag. They don't want nothing to come between them and that bag. So even when, you know, the guys and, and the people that sign your checks or whatever, they can say whatever they want to you. Treat you however, you know, mistreat you however. But as long as they sign in that check, you know, you're going to do, you're going to acquiesce to what they say. And I think Kyrie Irving has come to a point where it's like, yo, you know what, man? Um, you know, I, I, I'm with it, but I'm not with it. And then people hopping on the fact that, you know, him being, the, you know, VP, um, you know, at our administrative level with the Players Association, and he did vote to come back. Okay. That's fine. But can he have a um, change of heart? Can his conscience speak to him in a bigger way? Or is there something wrong with that? People change their mind every day, B. You know what I mean? This is the this is the change your mind generation. You say some fly nonsense, and then when you get corrected and checked on it, oh, I, I changed my mind. Okay, that's fine. So why can't Kyrie Irving have a right to change his mind, even though he did vote to play? So what? You thought about it. Got all those people down there congested in that one area. Hmm. And all this person, and then everybody going to be, oh, I'm sorry. Then you'll be having a press conference talking about who got it and who they came in contact with. Now we're back to square one. So I get where Kyrie Irving is talking about. And I'm not mad at him. So now we get to the point about the economic, back to the economic situation. A lot of players want to come back because they need that money. I'm not mad at you. I'm not. Uh, trust me, I'm not mad at you, yo. Get that money. You deserve it. You earned it. it you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be taken away from you. That's right. Absolutely. But these circumstances are strange right now, yo. And for me, I'm looking at you like you ain't had no money put away. This is the proverbial rainy day that they was talking about when you were signing your deals. A year shouldn't hurt you. Just put yourself in the position of somebody who's hurt. Look at it like that. You just, you just miss a year. Now, as far as the time, you know, time served and all of that, you know, that's going to have to take up with the Players Association and the owners and all of that. That's different. But this is about principle, yo. Wouldn't you want people to, you know, stand up for you if something happened to you out of pocket? Look at uh, Cephalosha. In the situation that it was in New York City. So, again, you're not too far removed from what's going on out here in these streets on some real to real. So, again, man, people, you know, calling Kyrie Irving out his name and saying things about him. He might not be the optimal leader. We all get that. We, we understand it. You know what I mean? 
Um, but I think that Kyrie Irving um, was on to something when he was talking about, you know, they're, they're getting their own league together. But, again, at the end of the day, you don't want to hear that. You know, these cats is kind of like, they're kind of like, um, I don't want to say narrow-minded, but they have their focus. They, you know, they're going to do this thing. They're in the NBA. They made it. You know, they want to hear nothing else about trying to upset the apple cart. Everything is, you know, they're doing their thing. They're working on their next deal. They try to get that, you know, that sponsorship deal. And, you know, the, the next million-dollar contract, the, the quote-unquote market value, they're trying to do that. So they got to keep up with the Joneses in that way. And I'm not mad at that, man. But um, I think that, you know, people just, you know, going out of their way to say things about Kyrie Irving is kind of, is, is kind of different, man. Um you know, what Adam Silver wants to do is he just wants to, you know, try to get, you know, things, bring things back to some sort of normalcy. And we all know that things are never going to be normal again, period. So I think that, you know, we're just going to have to, you know, um, have some things to look forward to as far as the NBA is concerned. Um, you know, even though the players are divided, you know, about returning to play. And, and I think that kind of like puts a pall on everything, you know. Um, Kyrie had, you know, led a conference call of players from both the NBA and the WNBA, all right, which, you know, they talk basically more about the, you know, racial and social injustices going on in the country right now. And, um, you know, Kyrie Irving, you know, made it clear that, you know, he doesn't think that playing is a, is a good idea. you know, um, willing to give up everything that he has for social reform. And I'm not mad at it, you know, and a lot of those people that um, agree with, you know, Kyrie and his line of thinking. Um, and some of those guys are hesitant because they don't want to upset the league superstars. And, you know, when you say the league superstars, you've got the LeBrons of the world and, and, and those guys that, you know, whatever they say goes and, Okay, that's fine. But I think that, um, you know, when you have a guy like Kyrie Irving, looking for the players who have, are, are really as notable and, and they're still young, but their voice really hasn't been heard in that discussion as far as restarting the season, all right? And at the same time, understanding that there are, you know, plenty of players who do want to get back on the court and believe that they can use that platform to inspire change. In, in what way is that going to inspire change? What way? And that, that's, the, that's where you kind of, you know, the wires get crossed. I think not playing inspires change. Playing... Hey, Bob. Okay, I'm in now officially. <laughs> what have I missed? <laughs> the commercials. Oh man, um, no, 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 I'm just talking about uh, 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 NBA. Oh, the NBA. Yeah. Well, yeah. tell you, tell you a little bit about the NBA before we do take our break here, man. Is uh, is uh, you know, I mean. You know, I mean that that which one's the most desperate to get themselves up and running? Is it baseball or the NBA? 
because the NBA is doing a, a whole lot of talking about it because they had to end their season right in the middle. <laughs> and that's a good question. Who's more desperate to get their season popping? That, that's a damn good question. Wow, that's a that's a good question. Who's more desperate to get their season back? You know, back on track. Is it the NBA or is it Major League Baseball? Wow. That's, that's, that, wow, that's a good one, Bob. Wow. I mean, again, at the end of the day, um, they're now, um, when you look at it, they're extenuating circumstances now outside of the COVID-19. Because like I was just talking about earlier now, you know, Kyrie is, is, is leading a group of players that really don't get heard um, in, in regards to wanting to just not play to, um, you know, help out, you know, the, 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 the social reform and things of that nature. So these players aren't being heard because, you know, LeBron's and those guys, you know, uh, they're leading the way and they're saying, yeah, they want to play. Yeah, they want to play. So that's the consensus. But I think that um, a lot of different viewpoints haven't been heard on this. And Kyrie Irving is kind of like leading the way for that, for that voice. And a lot of people are saying that, Kyrie, you know, calling him, you know, all types of names. And it's not fair, man. Kyrie has a point. He definitely has a point, man. You know what I mean? So, again, I, I, I'm interested in seeing who's going to stick up for the LeBroniacs. I've said it on, uh, on, on the page on Facebook after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass um, page on Facebook. And I said it on my Twitter page. Like, really? Let's talk about it. Because I'm really, I'm really interested in seeing, you know, the, 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 um, rationale behind, you know, oh, I need to play. I need to play. I understand you need to get paid. I, I get it. I understand that. But there's a bigger issue outside of the COVID nineteen man. You 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 risking your life for some for some decimal points, man. Real talk. That means more to you than than, than being able to, to to live and breathe and and, and knowing that you're gonna be all right. Whatever happened so, to saving, I, I, whatever happened to saving your money and put it in putting it into escrow or something like that, so you don't have a financial problem. There you go. You know what I mean. This is the this is the rainy day that they were talking about. I mean, you know, I mean, we all want sports to come back. I mean, this reminds me of when uh, when both uh, when when both uh, <laughs> the NBA and NHL had their strikes going on, going on, and uh, the end. Uh, Major League Baseball was getting ready to have a, have a strike of their own too, or actually at that time an owner's lockout. You know, and luckily enough, the luckily enough that didn't happen with Major League Baseball, and the NHL and the NBA had to really get their uh, get their pacing back just to uh, just to have a season. That was uh, that was the season where they wound up playing all eighty two games, all eighty two games. You know, and they practically did it with no time off. Right. So, so let's look at that. Let's look at the fact that. Let's look at the fact that uh, you know, especially for the fans of the NBA who really want to know and what, who's more desperate to come back—is it MLB or NBA? LeBron James. You know, how many how many more good seasons is LeBron James going to have? I the, uh, the LeBron James was a step away from having another good season. You know, finally having a good season in LA with the Lakers, and look at what's happened there. I mean, we got you. Got to put the pieces together, you know, about, about who's more desperate. Major League Baseball doesn't want to become a forgotten sport. You know, right. that's why they want to really come back. Sixty games 
is not going to help them. If Major League Baseball really wants to get the TV money, it goes back to something I said. You know, create all-star teams for for the time baseball can come back and just do that. Have have your all-star teams for each and every division to where it can become the all-star teams for the American and National League and thus have all-star games. And not just one game each. Have a series of games. You know, create a series, you know, and that's what and that's what that's what Major League Baseball really ought to do, because because uh, I promise you, if they do that, by the time they come back, you know, especially these players on their respective teams, people are going to be in love with baseball again. Basketball, mm-hmm. basketball, fans are going to be just as hungry for that now as they will be next year. With what's going on with COVID nineteen, I think football season may have a little bit of a setback, but I think they ought to also ought to look at the fact that, you know, and a lot of it has to do with what happened with Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys there, which right. may cause right. May, right. may cause for no preseason games. You know, that that kind of, you know, that, that really, you know, um, sped up the process as far as, you know, um, now what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Because, you know, when you, it, it's a star player, it's a, you know, big name and you know now a lot of these people talk about they want to you know delay the season after you know the situation happened with Zeke Elliott and uh, a couple of other members of the Dallas Cowboys and um, I think it was the Houston Texans as well but um yeah man so again you don't and you don't want to come back and then have to delay again that's the thing you don't we, and we talked about this we talked about this already man you don't want to come back and then have to stop the season again because then that's going to really, you know, stop the momentum and you're really not going to have a leg to stand on as far as, you know, people, you know, being patient enough for you to, you know, come back. You should just ride this out and, like I said, let this season just be a wash. Learn from it. Do what you got to do. Let everybody get healthy. Work on the CBAs. You know what I'm saying? Work on the CBAs while you have some free time. And, and and baseball, just boom, get ready for spring training. Basketball should, you know, focus and get ready on Christmas Day. They should start the 20, 20, uh, 21 season on Christmas Day. You got time to do that. As far as baseball, y'all got other things to worry about. You know what I mean? Get Because, again, you start the season, and then two or three years down the line, it'll collapse again because you, you, you don't have to fall back because the uh, collective bargaining agreement. So you got you got some stuff to figure out with baseball. Now, as far as the hockey and the other sports, they can figure it out. They'll be all right. South of the WNBA, they got their thing together. They're going to have a 22-game season, and then their players are going to get 100% of their pay. So that, that they, they worked it out. You know what I mean? So if the WNBA can work it out, um, you know, the NFL, um, you know, Major League Baseball, and I know they're different. They're the same, but they're different. I get it. You know what I mean? But they still should be able to – work out some kind of compromise, man, in the name of, you know, wanting to play the game. But these are these are different circumstances, Bob. These are not regular circumstances. It's not like, you know, we waiting for, you know, the 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 the, the weather to change. You know what I mean? Or we waiting for, you know, the, the stadium to get built or the roof to get patched up. Nah. This is a health pandemic. Nobody's doing nothing. So again, you got you know you got to think about that, and then so much emphasis and attention is being put on, and you can't tell me that sports doesn't dictate what goes on in these United States of amnesia. You cannot tell me that. Let's go sports one step further. Everything. 
It does. Let's go one step further. When World War II was going on, we had World War II going on. How many games of, uh, how many seasons of baseball were, uh, were uh, canceled during World War II? Two, three seasons? At least. Exactly. At I mean, least. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a 1940 or 1944 Olympics. I mean, you didn't see you didn't see Olympics the uh, the uh, summer and winter Olympics come back for twelve years. And, and then you want to talk about you know situations that are beyond your control. Let's talk about what happened in seventy two. You know what I mean? When they had the you know they had the killings and all that going on during the Olympics. You know what I mean? So again, it'd be situations that happen that you can't help. What you supposed to do? You know what I mean? So these this is one of those situations, man, where um, you kind of gotta have to, you know, look at look at it from a, um, a, a I don't want to say common sense point of view, but I mean that's the only point of view I can think of. Common sense, man. You know what I mean? We know you need to make money. We know you still have to do it, but you still have to have healthy players to do it. You still have to have healthy people to count the money. You straight like that. Um, we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause, man. This is after further review 2.0. AKA the sideline pass. When we come back, we're going to get into some NFL talk, man. Do some positive things around here. All right, let's get it, man. This after further review 2.0, AKA the sideline pass. Quarantine edition. Let's go. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time.
We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it. Together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! One, two, three! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Church's shouts, amen. It breaks down to approval. Those 
in the fuse may find it unusual. Work and get up to loosen their collars and use this to say word to the father. What's that going on? What's happening? What's happening? This is the quarantine edition, man. After further review, 2.0, a.k.a. The Sideline Pass. We are in your face, in your eye, in your ears, live and direct right here, man, on the Action VR Network, courtesy of Spreaker.com. We are in the building. Quarantine edition, man. It don't stop. We're still talking that sports stuff, man. Um, And understanding what's going on out here in the world today, man. It's a lot of craziness that's going on, man. Um, just make sure, um, you know, you're healthy. It's about self-preservation first, first and foremost, man. All right, shout out to my peoples over there at War Room Sports, my man Dev, Jim, and all those guys, man. You know what I mean, we got to get this town hall together. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about the NFL when we come back, man. We're here when we're in the building. I think um, Colin Kaepernick, right? I don't want to. I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, I told you so type of person and all that. Because I just think that, you know, again, right is right and wrong is wrong. And, you know, the big, you know, fuss that everybody was making about, you know, why he was, you know, Kyle Kaepernick was taking the knee, um, I think was much ado about nothing. But again, sometimes you got to let people come to that realization on their own. And I'm putting it as nicely as I can. You know what I'm saying? You got to let people come to that to that realization on their own. And, you know, um, Roger Goodell, the good folks at the NFL, they, you know, came to, you know, the conclusion that, you yeah, know, Colin Kaepernick was right at the end of the day. That's fine. Okay, that's good. All right. Um, knowing that, you know, the situation as far as, you know, with the NFL, as far as the head coaches, um, you know, uh, the GM's ownership, things of that nature is kind of shaky and suspect, man. Um, Kyrie Kaepernick, does he deserve a job? I mean, if he wants to, why not? But it has to be, you know, the right, 
you know, situation for him. Not that convoluted stuff that he did when he was in Atlanta at the high school and he was throwing and everybody was hyped and charged about that. Okay. This has to be some official tissue, like some real talk where some real connections and progress can be made. Um, there aren't really as many teams with, pardon me, as many um, overt connections to Kaepernick as the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Um, remember, Greg Roman, who's the offensive coordinator, who helped um, let, introduce Kaepernick to the world with the 49ers back in 2012. And he's now working wonders with Lamar Jackson and what the Baltimore Ravens are doing in their run-first attack. So, again, um, you know, it's, it's easy to say that, you know, Kaepernick has that body of work, and but it's been a couple of years, you know what I mean? They can, you know, integrate that dual threat, you know what I mean, um, using Cap as either a decoy or, you know, some insurance against Lamar getting hurt or a situational option quarterback. Okay? But remember, that's essentially what, you know, Baltimore has Robert Griffin III for, you know what I mean? And, and they got Trace McSorley. So, Colin Kaepernick just happens to be bigger and better. But remember, Baltimore passed on Colin Kaepernick before for uh, uh, for some different reasons, all right? But they were still, you know, um, close to signing him back when John Harbaugh was a coach, you know what I mean? And, um, again, a lot's happened since then. But most of the, you know, public now rallying behind Kaepernick's original message, you know, as they should have been from the beginning, as they were from the beginning. Um, the Ravens already built to contend for a Super Bowl. They already have their, you know, uh, quote-unquote face of the franchise. Um, they really don't have to worry about any distractions that Colin Kaepernick might bring to the table as a proven, you know, number two um, uh, behind Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Houston Texans, okay, um, like Baltimore, Houston already has their young dual threat, you know, franchise quarterback in Deshaun Watson. But that's what, you know, makes them a, a fit kind of sorter. Um, A.J. McCarron is the traditional, you know, uh, pocket passer that Bill O'Brien likes the number two position. But Houston still got a lot of cap space to mess with. You know what I mean? And if anybody's proven to be open to and, you know, a different type of roster move is Bill O'Brien. So I think that, um, you know, to add on to that, you know, that thought, that every you know every you know uh, prominent leader on the Houston Texans from Bill O'Brien to Deshaun Watson to J.J. Watt, they've been you know explicit in you know standing up for social justice. You know what I mean? And O'Brien again, he's set to you know kneel during the national anthem this season. All right. Um, again, I think that you know why couldn't Kyrie Kaepernick you know be a backup for uh, Deshaun Watson? You know what I mean? Considering his upside as a situational runner anyway. All right? Um, Jacksonville. All right? It might feel like a little of a long shot because, you know, Jacksonville seems intent on, you know, avoiding distraction, you know, see how they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. All right? Um, and making, you know, this upcoming season about uh, Gardner Minshew. All right? But I think that their owner, Shad Khan, you know, uh, is, is against, you know, injustice, and which is dope. And, and again, um, you know, he, he definitely, you know, is a voice in, in that can help, you know, bring more attention to 
what needs to be needs to have attention, you know, shine on it in, in these in these days and times, man. Um, you know, um, he does, you know, do his thing for civil rights. All right, there wouldn't really be much of a downside from an on-field and entertainment perspective to let you know Colin Kaepernick challenge you know Gardner Minshew, you know for for the starting position in Jacksonville, or at least you know wait in the wings where he could you know get a chance to start. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we're talking about teams that might be good fits for Colin Kaepernick. Um, who's better to you know bring Kaepernick you know um, you know back? the NFL than Andy Reid, all right? He's never really shied away from, you know, making any different, you know, polarizing quarterback moves, and he's got a Super Bowl now, okay? Um, he's got the best young quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes. You know, he could afford to dabble a little bit at the backup spot, okay? And Kyron Kaepernick would definitely offer more play of a playmaking upside than Chad Henney. You know what I mean? And again, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been very outspoken about the NFL being more proactive to advance, you know, causes of social justice. So, um, again, I don't think that he would oppose a move like bringing Kaepernick to uh, Kansas City. Um, if you if you're an imaginative, imaginative person like that, and you you know like to see Kaepernick in in in, in the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offense, even as a gadget player. You know what I mean? It has a lot of, you know, uh, potential, you know, a lot of opportunities to it, a lot of possibilities and all of that. Um, what about the Los Angeles Chargers? The Chargers seem, you know, set on, you know, letting Tyrod Taylor be the quarterback this season until Justin Herbert is ready to go. But they also, you know, um, kick the tires on Tom Brady. So it's not that they're, you know, really unaware of their potential of uh, what a 2020 season can bring. Um, if they added Kyrie Kaepernick, it wouldn't, you know, uh, preclude them from going with Tyrod Taylor and or Justin Herbert. But just, you know, having a, 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 a uh, another uh, situation at quarterback would give them some time to kind of stabilize that position and give Herbert a time, you know, more time to sit and learn. Okay, even you know, um, with you know the the um, shortened off season. Okay, and I think that Coach Anthony Lynn would almost definitely be on board with it, you know, even from an off-the-field perspective. I, um, he talked about Colin Kaepernick and how much work that he put in during um, this offseason, so that might be a good look. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, all right? Like um, Jacksonville, they really, you know, that's probably an off-the-wall um, situation for him, but, you know, Mike Zimmer, he likes to keep uh, a tight ship. But again, you know, Minnesota would be a place that would, you know, um, say a lot if they was assigned Colin Kaepernick. All right, realizing that the ownership and front office in Minnesota is, you know, very serious about um, recommitting to social justice. They've, you know, already pledged five million to five million dollars to various causes and giving a voice to players like Eric Kendricks, who supported protests. I, right? um, from a football standpoint. The Vikings are, you know, as logical as it gets. You know, they're run-based, play-action-heavy offense without a rock-solid backup for Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? So, again, you know, the, the, the recent events in Minnesota notwithstanding, you know, and there's a reason um, why um, the Vikings might be interested in making this happen, all right? This is After Further Review, man, 2.0, a.k.a. 
Sideline Pass. We are in the building quarantine edition. We're going to get out of here, man, in a few minutes, man. We just wanted to chop it up with y'all for a little while, man. And, you know, through what we do, we missed y'all on Tuesday, so we're here on Wednesday. Shout out to my man, Sonny Cruz. Shout out to all the unit over there, Action VR Network and all that holding me down. Um, a couple of other teams that might be interested or could be interested um, in Colin Kaepernick, the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? Um, if the Eagles are concerned about, you know, how it would look, you know, by adding a high-profile backup for Carson Wentz after, you know, what happened with Nick Foles, they want to draft the Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, they picked him early. It might seem to take them out of the mix. But I think that um, they really, you know, justified that selection by um, calling themselves a quarterback factory. And they, you know, emphasizing how important the backup quarterback position is. Right? Um, Jeffrey Lurie, who is the team owner, he's, you know, known to be a uh, forward thinker as far as social justice is, is concerned. Um, you know, Ma- Malcolm Jenkins, you know, how he feels about situations that's going on. Um, remember, they, you know, they took a, they took a, a, a chance on Michael Vick. All right. So adding, you know, Kyron Kaepernick even as a one-year rental, would give, you know, Doug Peterson, you know, an extra something to do to play with. You know what I mean? Um, it would give Jalen Hurts more time to grow. And it would give Carson Wentz, you know, somebody that had more experience, you know, at the at the backup position. All right? Um, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, team leadership, you know what I mean? Um, Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback, they've been talking, you know, how they can, you know, be more active in the social justice movement. Um, I think Mike Vrabel, who is the coach of Tennessee Titans, might prefer having somebody else other than Logan Woodside as his backup. No disrespect to Logan Woodside, you know. Um, again, remember, Tennessee saw the value of having a veteran backup in 2019. And Kaepernick seems to be the uh, ideal play-action backup for their offense, which is going to run through Derrick Henry anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, Cat's face certainly wouldn't be the hold-up in that situation, all right? This is after further review, man, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're about to get up out of here, man. Want to give you our quarantine edition. Hopefully, we'll be back real soon with the two-hour play. Now how we give it up, man. And like I was telling my man, the ubiquitous Bob James, man. Once everything gets back to normal, who knows when that's going to be. Man, we might have to come on twice a week. It, it, it's going to be crazy, you know. It's, it's going to be really crazy. So, again, man, I want to shout out everybody, man, that checks the show out, man. I hope everybody's, you know, doing their due diligence. You know, don't forget to wash your hands, yo. Don't forget to take care of those that are a little older than you, man. You know what I mean? Look out for them. And um, look out for the kids, you know what I'm saying. And um, that's that's basically that, man. Shout out to the NHL. They're going to begin phase three in this situation on July the 10th. So that's 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 the newest thing that's coming down right now. So um, hockey is, you know, uh, they're ready. They're ready. They 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 figured it out, and um, they're going to do their thing. They got 2014 playoffs. So I think if the NBA decided that they wanted to come back and go straight to the playoffs, man, that you know it, it would have been a little bit more interest, you know, uh, you know, in that situation. But they want to kind of like make it fair for the teams that have a chance to get into the playoffs or whatever. So 
again, that is what it is. I'm not mad at them. So, yo, um, short edition tonight, quarantine edition. We're going to get in and get out, say what we got to say, do what we got to do. I thank my man Bob Danes for holding me down behind the scenes. And um, that's basically that, man. We'll get at y'all next week, man. This is for the Review 2.0, a.k.a. Sideline Pass. Get at me on Twitter at RMDeaths. After further review 2.0 on Facebook, make sure you check us out. All right? Um, Keith Avalon will be on the show, man, week after next. That'll be the 30th. He'll be on the show week after next because we got some big announcements and we got some things to talk about. That's my man at Play.com, right? So he'll be on the show coming up soon. We'll talk to y'all. Y'all be safe. Y'all be good. Holla at you. Peace.
fire chick was on my jock, so I said, what the heck? She wanted to come on stage and do a little dance. So I said, chill for now and maybe later, you'll get your chance. So when the show was finished, I took her around the way. And what do you know, she was good to go without a word to say. We was all alone and she said, Tone, let me tell you one thing. I need $50 to make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. Say what? Yo, like you must be kidding. Yo, walk away. She's a big guy.